I know we started off a podcast like this a little while ago and it wasn't our greatest way to start, but I'm having another Rangpur gin tonight. Okay, right. And uh, how is that? It's it's wonderful. I still love it. Mm. Is this uh, is this something you should be doing the night before you go into surgery? Um. Well, all they've told me to do is to stop eating and drinking at midnight. Okay, that's all right. four hours away. Sure. And then also, you can do a I'm lot of drinking s- in four hours. I really can. And then, for, but from midnight. I'm allowed to sip clear liquids, they actually specify. Really? So they didn't say water, they said any clear liquid. Yep. And uh, what colours gin? Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Luke and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Yeah, I think you've I think you've found a loophole to exploit there. So none of the dark liquors, right? You can't no. have uh, you can't have any whiskies, right? But no, you actually, you could have you could have a bit of vodka, and you certainly can have uh, as much gin as you want, providing you sip at it. Yeah, no big gulps, no big gulps. So I do the big gulps for the next four hours, yeah. and then I just go to sipping. Fine, okay, that's great. I don't see any problem with this. I mean, what does it do, really? Why don't they want you to drink? If anything, um, I'd rather be a little drunk before I go and, you know, under the knife. Yeah, I, I think it's more so to do with just having s- stuff in your stomach. Right, okay. They don't want you to piss Maybe? yourself while they're cutting you open. Maybe? I, I really have no idea. Mm. Mm. That's one thing I'm going to make sure that happens after the surgery or during, no catheter. Yeah, I, I can't imagine they'd be fun. I'm sure I've you've had, had them before. I've only had one. And it was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh... not because the worst part was is I'm still convinced to say there was something wrong with it and it wasn't working. Oh, the dick and the I, catheter, the catheter, right? Because I was telling them for a very long time I need to go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I was going like I I need to piss, and yeah. they're going no, you got a catheter in it, it's fine. You're going, and they're going, and I'm uh, I knew something was not right. Mm. They finally took it out. And then, you know those bed bottles they give you yeah, to yeah, pee in? Yeah. Yep. I filled up two and a half of them. <laughs> so you think it was, it was blocking the way? I, I really do. Oh, man. That just sounds uncomfortable. It really was. So that's the only time I've had one. So, yeah, I'm going to be asking, please don't be putting one of them in me again. Yeah. I, I've got two takeaways from this conversation. Number one, just a quick aside, I think they should hand out those bottles, those piss bottles, at the movies. Because they really should. I can't go a whole movie without needing to piss. And depending on how good the movie is, is whether or not I'll leave to go and piss and come back. Well, especially now with movies I go to, because mm-hmm. you can have beer at the movies now. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you can certainly have beer before you go to the movies. Yep. So I'll be there. I'll have a beer before I go. I'll have a beer during. I'll, and then halfway through, when you get mm-hmm. to a really good part, I need to pee. And there's been quite a few times where I've had to run out. Yeah, same. So for me, there's me. a sliding scale, right? So down the bottom, if the movie's not that good, I don't mind going. I'll just wait till a scene where there's just some, you know, some non-action yeah. and I'll just slip out. Then above yeah. that is the kind of movie that I will not go at any cost uh, because I just don't want to. I just don't want to miss a minute. But then above that is the kind of movie where I love it so much I want to enjoy it properly 
So I will yep. leave, but I'll just hate myself for it. Yeah. That, that happened to me in Thor Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Um, it happened to me in Solo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, I need to maybe just stop drinking lots of beer when I'm at the movies. Yeah, but even if you're not drinking beer, like if I go to the movies, I'm getting a big popcorn and I'm getting a big fucking Coke because that's what I being at the movies is. I always say I don't want a popcorn. But you do. But the second you start eating it, you just don't stop. Yeah. They do sweet popcorn here as well as savoury popcorn, which is not something we Ooh. ever had back home. Um, and people have their favourites. Uh, you can ask them to mix it. And what I've started doing is asking them to mix the sweet and the savoury but put the sweet popcorn on the bottom. So it's essentially like you're eating dinner and then dessert. As you start making your way through the savoury popcorn, when you start to get a little bit sick of the salt, suddenly you start getting more and more Mm. sweet ones. And there's also the fact that if you're like me, you'd forget that you've asked that and then you get get halfway through and you go, oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just a nice little surprise. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a movie last night and really, really, really needed to piss. but. it was in that middle ground where the movie was good enough that I didn't want to leave, but it wasn't so good that I forced myself to leave. Yeah. There are some movies where you just know, look, I can leave now for f- five minutes while yeah. I um, take care of business and it'll be okay. I, I left to go for a piss during uh, Pacific Rim and then really had to think hard whether I wanted to go back into the cinema. I love that movie. I don't know, man. Maybe I've got to rewatch it. It's just big robots fighting big monsters. I know, but you could say that fucking about Avatar should have been the best movie ever. No, Avatar it's all about was, execution. No, Pacific Rim was a great movie, and I stand by that. A great movie. Okay, look, great movie. I will give. I only this watched it again go. recently. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. Is it on Netflix? Uh no, I got it from Italy okay. a long time ago. I'll go to Italy and have a look at it. It might be on Netflix now. Let me check for you. Okay. So yes, I'm, it is. Okay, okay, great. That a, makes it even easier. With Battleship. <laughs> well, that is one that I didn't see because I let you go and see it instead. Battleship was terrible. Yeah. You know, so um, Huey has set up her dad um, as part of our Netflix account, right? And oh, uh, yeah. Which is fine. But every time his, his little avatar is Batman. And it just cracks me up every time because Hoi and I both just have her profile and my profile as the default smiley faces. You know what I mean? Yep. Hers is in red and mine's in yellow. Like, why do you got to change her it? Dad doesn't has, matter. You see it for like three seconds. Yeah. But her dad has gone out of his way to <laughs> fucking replace his and he's chosen Batman. We've got a bit of dick news today. Oh, we do. Yeah. So I'm hoping somebody uh, retroactively inserts <laughs> the dick news jingle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh yeah, we Oh, by the way, yeah, Matt's not here. Oh yeah, Matt's not here. Matt is uh in New York for New York Comic Con. Yeah. Is are they still allowed to call that one Comic Con? You know what? I don't know if they are. Wasn't there a lawsuit happening? I'm pretty sure San Diego is the only one that's allowed to call it Comic Con. Unless of course they're now doing an East Coast version of that and it's New York Comic Con. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure Matt knows because I'm sure he went there and saw that it was called something else if that was the case. So, who knows? Yeah. He'll let us know. He'll let us know next week. I'm sure the next week's episode will be uh, a bit of a debrief on New York Comic Con. Yes. Maybe even on New York itself because Matt and Jenna famously hate the city of New York. I love New York. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I just love, like, wandering around there at night. I don't like Midtown. I'll say that. Hmm. I don't like from about 42nd Street. 
up to Central Park, you can you can keep that. You can keep yeah. It. But no, there's quite a few nights when I was there where it'd just be I'd be out drinking, and then it's sort of like because they they say it's a city that never sleeps, but mm. actually, apart <laughs> from that small section, the place gets sort of dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sleeps. It sleeps. You just got to get up early and go back to work. Oh, but anyway, porn. Yeah. Uh, dicks. Penis schlong, prick the segment's all about dick, it's dick news. So, um, do you want to go god dick news, or do you want to go giant dick news? Actually, they're both giant dick news. We'll go with giant dick, and then we'll go to god dick. Okay, so just in regular giant dick, non, non-deified giant dick news, um, China have just built an enormous penis. Uh, it's it's a building, and it's the uh, it's the new media center in um, in Guangxi, and it is a cock and balls. Yep, I can definitely see it. Yeah, it's a massive erect cock and two balls, and just when you th- thought this can't get any more dicky, it shoots fireworks out of the top. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, scroll oh down god. in this article and watch the video. The building is ejaculating. Oh my god, that's what it is. There's no other explanation <laughs> for what that building is doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does even love hearts? Yeah, it ejaculates and then it ejaculates love hearts. Love hearts, just like in real life. Oh. See, I think what people need to start doing when they're doing big buildings like this or anything. Just release plans onto the public. Yeah, just you've got to do that with everything, don't you? Just see if the internet likes it or if the internet's going to crucify you because it's going to be one yeah. of those two things. Because after it's built, you've got no time to do anything. Yeah. Look, it's done. Yeah, exactly right. And, and this is done. So it's, it's got these rings around it and these kind of tiers on it that, that look like rice paddy fields because they have these tiered rice paddy fields in Asia. Um, and apparently that was the one and only inspiration for this, not dicks, according to the architect. Um, and that's fair enough for the texture of it, but why he's built one massive tower and then two circular <laughs> towers underneath <laughs> it is beyond me. Yeah, no, I, I cannot unsee the dick, and I definitely cannot unsee it just shooting jizz into the sky now. Yeah. I don't think Jenna's going to let us call this episode shooting jizz into the sky. You never know. You never know. But that's not all the dick news we have. We've got other giant dick news this week too. Um, Now, I actually just started playing this game. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the dick yet. (laughs) I've seen the butt. I want to ask you about the game too. So um, should we just start by reviewing this game and then we can slowly segue into where the dick comes into it? Okay. I'm not really that far into it, but I must admit I'm enjoying this more than I did the last Assassin's Creed game. Okay. We're talking, of course, about Assassin's Creed odyssey which is yes i believe set in ancient greece it is not correct. that there's any such thing as ancient greece really specifically is it set in athens or sparta or one of the other grecian hellenic states i'm, I'm still on this tiny island and i haven't left anywhere so i'm not okay. entirely sure what's like, the I've island only, I'm, I'm, do you know what the island is in. okay starts right. with a k okay Crete? I'm, I'm on the island with the giant statue though Oh, you are? Okay. so yes, but I've only seen it from behind. <laughs> right, okay. How does it look from so behind? He, uh, he looks pretty... He looks like he works out. Okay. So this is a statue of Zeus, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all their sta- all the Greek statues look like they fucking work out, don't they? Yeah. Like, which leads me to believe that either the Greeks knew how to make a fucking statue 
or they were all just ripped. I think it's more so just they knew how to make a session. It's like when you look at any magazine. Okay, Every, that's a very good there, point. They look like they work out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if if in 2,000 years the only thing left of our culture is a bunch of Murray Claire magazines, then they're going to think, fuck, these, these people were all hot. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's a very interesting point. But they all had really small dicks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I you really, look at I, these now, statues, I, now, you're like, okay. Now, I really think this actually comes back to the people who were making the statues a little bit. Because I went, we're going to make them ripped. Yeah. But I think the artists, they may have had small penises. <laughs> and they may not have seen as many other penises in the world. So they just true. modeled that off them. Or the opposite could be true. It could be that these artists were really skinny, which is why for wish fulfillment, they always chiseled really fucking big muscles and rock hard abs. But they yeah. had massive cocks. So they were like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'd, who am I trying to prove anything to? I don't have to compensate here. So I'll just chisel out a little dick so that everyone else feels adequate in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to apologize to all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. If you're now looking at the picture of Zeus and you think his dick is big <laughs> in relation to yours, I, yeah, we don't mean anything by this. Sure. No, no, no. I don't mean this specific statue. I just mean that uh, in ancient. Greece, they seem to downplay the sex organs in their yeah. in their art. Maybe let's get past censorship rules. You know what? You're probably right because I've also noticed not many of these are erect. Hmm. Mm. So even though they could have dicks, you couldn't have like a gargantuan one because that would be offensive. Let me just Greek statue gargantuan dick. <laughs> just going to see your- Oh, okay. Some interesting stuff comes up, but I don't know how historically accurate this all is. Yeah, I'm not not even going to put that into Google. No, you don't need to. You don't need to. Um, Part of this game, though, is that there is a a, a nude statue of the god Zeus, and you Mm -hmm. can climb it, and you can climb any part of it. And, yeah, I will be climbing his dick at some point. Yeah. Is there any reaction when you climb the dick? Reaction from him, I mean. From Zeus? Yeah. Does he like it, I, I guess, is what I'm asking. Well, I don't know. He's a statue. Right. Is is Zeus circumcised? He wouldn't have been, right? No. No. no he's not. Right. Okay. Cool. But although, I, I don't know. I don't know him personally. Yeah. But you'll he know soon. the you'll decision soon. later in life. Uh, now, here's the thing, Luke. I, I love the ancient Greek period. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would love to play a really great game set during that time. Uh, but I fear this one's not necessarily going to be that for me. Is this just Assassin's See, Creed in ancient Greece? At the moment, I'm paying more attention to the story than I have in a long time for Assassin's Creed game. Okay. So you're not just climbing and jumping and... Yeah, no, there's not really... I'm not really an assassin. Okay. All right. Like, that really hasn't come into play that much yet. Huh. At the moment, I'm a child of um, a Spartan warrior Yeah, yeah. that was shipwrecked on an island and taken in by some guy. Okay. Which is a bit creepy no, at no, the no. start. That's totally Grecian. That's what they did, man. I know did. it is, but it's really creepy where <laughs> you're just- I'm playing female because you can choose this time. Oh, okay. Right. I'm always going to be female. Okay, so then I that's not very Grecian. On- Sorry, I take it back. I wash up on, on this island as a small child. Uh-huh. 
And then this guy comes over and goes, here, you want some food? Mm-hmm. You do some things for me, I'll do some things for you. Okay. And then they walk off, head in head. <laughs> right, okay, sure. Um, but you, how long do you play the game as a child? Oh, you don't play it. It's just a cutscene. Sure, yeah. And then you basically just start off as just a fucking bit older warrior. and just ready to just destroy people. Yeah, sure. Okay. But no, I'm enjoying it so far. But I'm still in that sort of the first hour, which is more so training about the new, yeah. how to fight and everything sure. and climb. Okay. But the story is there. If I wanted to play oh, yeah. this just for the story and I didn't really want to do a whole lot of missions where I'm just collecting things and jumping off things to get bonuses and shit, I could do it. You could, yes. Okay. But I would recommend throw it on easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I've heard about this game is it sort of ramps up in difficulty towards the end. Ah, yeah. Where it's sort of like as a, hey, this might be a bit easier. Instead of going off and grinding to get experience up here, if you just paid a little bit of money to get some. Right. Just give you a bit of a boost. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, look, if, if we're ready to move on from dick news, I've been playing a game uh, lately that I really think is worth mentioning, and that is Hellblade. Have I you, still need to get around the play. You own this, though, right? You, you bought it. I you do. just haven't, you haven't played it. So, yep. listeners, <laughs> if you've ever wanted to play as a Pictish warrior in the Dark Ages, out on an odyssey into Norse mythology, but you play as a girl who suffers from mental illness, then this is the game for you. So, yep. not only do you have to battle with fucking demons and shit, but you've also got a psychosis going on. <laughs> you've got voices in your head that give you sometimes good advice, sometimes bad advice. Sometimes it's just confusing. Sometimes it's just creepy. And this game is so fucking interesting. Oh, now, now I'm really starting to think maybe I should pl- take this, with, this game to with me in hospital. Oh, man, I don't know about that. If you're going to be on some serious drugs... This might not be the good. Well, maybe it is. Maybe you're going to have the ultimate experience. Yeah, maybe you'd make it even more enjoyable. I don't think enjoyable will be the case. I think you might actually suffer some kind of mental breakdown, but that would certainly be giving yourself the, the ultimate gaming experience. Because I'm having a look now, because I own it on Xbox at the moment, but it's also on Windows 10, and I get different ah, achievements. interesting. So I can play the game twice. <laughs> Still get achievements. Look, I, I'm not. I'm not super far into it. I've, I've I've just done a few missions, but it's uh, it's really it's ten out of ten for atmosphere. You know what I'd probably recommend though is if you were thinking about Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. I would not play it directly after this. Game. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. I think you need to break sometimes because it's a third person fighting hack and slash bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So, which is what Assassin's Creed will be a little bit for you. So, I think, yeah, you need something in between yep. these games. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm waiting for Red Dell. Red Dell? <laughs> Red Dead. That's what I'm waiting for. You can play Red Dell. I'm going to play Red Dead. <laughs> play Red Dell. That man. game. I wish that game came out sooner because that comes out like a week before I'm meant to go back to work. Yeah. I just love to spend three weeks just mm-hmm. roaming around. I know, man. <sighs> Can't wait to see those horse balls. Yeah. Can't wait to see them shrink in the cold. Yep. I can't wait to see if you can fuck prostitutes in this. I reckon you can this time. Mm. 
I think they listened to our complaint from yeah. the last one. It's a waste having a prostitute if you can't have sex with her. Exactly. As my grandpa always used to say. <laughs> All right. Where to from that? God. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a jingle for Lindsay Lohan news? <gasps> I'm not sure that we do. She's a singer, right, as well as an actress, but I can't say I can recall any of her actual songs. Did she actually have a music career at one stage? I thought she did. Was she a Disney girl or a Nickelodeon girl or something before she was a- She was a Disney a- girl. Okay. Then she might not have been yeah. a singer, but I'm pretty sure I've seen her singing in something. You know what? I don't know shit about Lindsay Lohan, as it turns out. I know she tried to sue Rockstar. For what reason? Um- in GTA Five, there's a character that sort of pops up in a loading screen. Yeah, which she said was based off her. Okay, and was it? Uh, well, no, because part of Rockstar's defense was here's the model we used, right? And it's not Lindsay. Oh, okay. So it just it looked like Lindsay Lohan, as opposed to it was just some like drunken former actress. Yeah, it was just Lindsay Lohan said it was based off her, which is sort of weird that she went with that because it's actually a story arc in the game, which oh. is basically Lindsay Lohan. So when you say a load screen, you, you just mean those kind of cartoony pictures that GTA have of like yep. cool dudes and hot babes. Yep. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that's not Lindsay Lohan. That's not her. But there's actually a story in story arc in the game, one of the side missions where you're sort of helping an actress escape from a paparazzi who's been drinking and she's a redhead and it's sort oh. of like she'd have more of an argument going for that <laughs> than yeah. the load screen. Wow. Okay. Um, no, she has done some singing. Okay. I just found out. Um, yeah, it seems See, we live, fact check. We fact check on. here on yeah. Multiple Nerdgasm. Sort of after the fact, but yeah. we do it. Yeah, that's right. It all comes full circle. But yes, not, not not recently. I think this was something that was. I still do. I'm still scrolling through the Lindsay Lohan fucking image search. Stop it! Stop it! Um, Lindsay Lohan so, has been behaving very oddly of late. Um, I thought she came good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I know she made that film in which she kind of it was almost uh, semi autobiographical, where she played a kind of a washed up actress. And I thought kind of. You know, when you, when you do something that's self-aware, it usually means you're coming out the other side of it, right? Yeah. Um, but no, she she posted, and I don't know why anyone would post this. She posted a, a live video on Instagram this week uh, where she attempted to kidnap and shame um, a, a, an Assyrian refugee family. Not Assyrian. Not the Assyrians. They don't exist. A Syrian refugee family um, who ended up punching her and it's all in this video. Have you had a look at this? What? So no, I'm just watching it now. Lindsay gets out of a car, right, in an underpass. God knows where this is, okay? I don't, I don't have any idea where this is. Um, she gets out and there's this family living on the streets, mum, dad and a couple of kids. And mm-hmm. uh, she starts talking to the camera vlog style and starts going, oh, everyone, I just want you to... Introduce you to a family here. They're from Syria, and they're, they're, I'm really worried about them, and um, they really need uh, they really need my help. And then she proceeds to go over to them, and then just mm-hmm. criticise the mother and say that maybe if she'd worked a little harder, they wouldn't be living on the streets. 
And the mum's like, fuck you. And then, um, (laughs) and then, uh, and then she says, um, you're, you're ruining Arabic culture. And then she tells the woman, don't fuck with Pakistan. So I don't, what? I don't really know. I don't really know (laughs) what side she's coming down on here, but it seems, it seems a little, little muddled if you ask me. Yeah. Then she starts telling the woman that her kids are better off with her than with their family. And she grabs one of the little boys and tries to pull it into her car. And that's what the hell? That's when the mum gets up and punches her in the face. Sort of understand that. Yeah. I could sort of maybe I think she started off with like good intentions, maybe like I'm gonna go over, I'm in a better position, I'm gonna sort of try and help this family out and try and sort of raise awareness for them, but then Yeah. Just to criticizing and don't fuck with Pakistan. I know. And really help and what what does it have to do with her? I'm looking at this press conference where she's making a statement about what happened and she's wearing the hijab. Like, is there something I'm missing here where Lindsay Lohan has become a Muslim? No, I... I Lindsay Lohan that would have been news. once again sparks rumours that she's converting to Islam. And this is from earlier this year. See, most of my Lindsay Lohan news I get from <laughs> Hollywood Babylon. <laughs> yep, right. Yeah. Oh my God. They have, they have through? a they have a song. There for is a lot of pictures of Lindsay Lohan wearing the hijab. Okay, so is is to me it's one of those things. If you're going to do it, that's great. Yeah, but sure. Don't walk up because I have a feeling that a family living on the streets, they're not in the greatest position, yeah. and they probably would be trying to do everything possible. Yeah, they well, especially if they're Syrian refugees. Just not being in Syria is probably enough for them right now, you know? Yeah. They're probably just so fucking relieved to no longer be in a war zone. This is a million times better than where we just came from. So they're probably like, okay, it cost us our entire fortune and we nearly died on the trip over. Let's just have a seat under this bridge and catch our breath before mummy goes (laughs) to find a job. And then fucking, fucking former rock star fucking actress just- Arrives and starts criticizing you, and then tries to kidnap your child. Yeah, I think she could have handled that better. Yeah, probably. Well, Lindsay, you're uh, certainly keeping it interesting. Yeah, I th- yeah, because yeah, because she went off the rails a few years ago. Yeah, and then yeah. I remember she was going to be in some movie, and then she basically they put her up in a hotel, and then she ran up in this huge bill and sort of fled and. Then she was doing plays for a bit in London. Okay. And sort of came good there. <laughs> That's when you know it's really gotten bad. <laughs> you know, uh, she was in the, the remake of Herbie, The Love Bug, right? Yes. And um, after they had made the film, Disney went back and at great expense um, used CGI to cover up her cleavage. Why? Because they realised that for a kid's movie- there were just too many tits. So when I you probably, see it, it's uh, her, her zipper goes all the way to the, to the top, all the way to her neck, and, uh, and that was not the case on set. Oh. Just trying to look at pictures of it now. Not the cleavage of what it was looking like. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. Lindsay Lohan, tits, Herbie. <laughs> That's what I'm missing. I didn't put the tits in. I, 
<laughs> I can't see it. I can't find it. I, I, I remember seeing a before and after at some point. I think it was in Empire magazine back when when that was a thing that I read. No, I can't see it either, but I'm going to assume it's true. Let's assume it's true. Yeah. We attempted to fact check. We couldn't find it, so yeah. we're just going to say it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we attempted to fact check and we couldn't find anything that specifically says it wasn't a fact, then I think we're we're okay. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Well, it is how it works. Correct. All right, I'm going to stop looking at image searches of Lindsay Lohan. We've we've spent a lot of time looking at Lindsay Lohan today. We really have. Um, what do you want to move on to? We've got some Star uh, Wars news. We've got some Sesame well, Street news. We I, we can sort of try and segue because we could stay in England because that's where Lindsay Lohan went for a bit. Okay. Yep. And uh, there was just a Banksy painting. Oh, <laughs> I love this because I'm a bit of a Banksy fan. And, and just when I think that Banksy, oh, is he getting a bit overrated or like have I lost interest? Um, he does something like this and it just <laughs> reminds me why, why the world needs Banksy, you know? So explain to me what happened. So Banksy, uh, who is obviously a street artist, whose, whose works are, are practically priceless now. And if he goes and sprays something, you know, on a wall, that wall can never be torn down. You know, yep. it's just so valuable now. Um, and no one knows who he is. And he's, you know, this prankster guy and he snuck into Disneyland and, and, and all of these great pranks as well as his art. So the latest prank that he's pulled was that he sold one of his earlier paintings. It's called Girl with Balloon. You would have seen it. This is from 2006. So it's quite, mm-hmm. quite old. Um, and it's a little girl in a black dress holding a pink balloon. You know, it's oh, just I know the one. Quite yes. iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he finally decided to sell that, and he sold it at Sotheby's, which is the biggest auction house in the world. And mm-hmm. uh, they sold this painting as, as the last the last lot um, in in this month's auction, and it sold for one point two million pounds, which is a lot of uh, that's probably like two million a- Aussie bucks, right? Yeah, at least yeah, and Sing dollars as well. It's a lot of fucking mm. money. Um. And then just as the auctioneer said sold and the guy was like, yeah, fucking here's your money. I'm paying, I paid for my painting. Uh, the painting self-destructed, completely destroying itself. Okay. So with this, mm-hmm. I think that sh- should actually sort of – It's. I don't think – he should try and get out of the deal with what he's paid for it. I think he should just go with it because mm-hmm. that's still Banksy's artwork. It's still that. And it just, with Banksy doing <laughs> yeah, this, it's just- You just have the pieces of it and it's probably the pieces of a much more interesting piece of art now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So um, there was a shredder built into the frame of this thing. And just knowing how art galleries work and how-, how uh, Tight security is. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't notice that there was a mechanical mechanism, you know, yeah, in this I, frame. Because they would have had someone come in and look at it and really inspect it to make sure it's the real thing. Yeah. So yeah. inside, they job, had maybe. to have been in on it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way they could get that in without them knowing. Because yeah, for them to, I know this from watching movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When they have an expensive piece of art come in, yeah, they have someone. Come in and inspect it to go. Yes, this is the real one. Mm-hmm. Before they s- sell it, that's true. And to do that, they don't look at it behind glass or anything. They actually look at right it, at the, it. Yeah. what it's 
canvas and everything. Yeah, so yeah. They, they were in on it. When you put it, I mean, I know very little about art and even less about the literal act of framing art. When you frame a piece of art, is it just like when you frame a photograph and you just put the photo into the frame? Like if you were to remove a, a painting on a canvas from a, from a frame, you wouldn't have to damage the painting to get it out, right? No, no, no. It, it is exactly like a frame. And then also- Because what I'm saying is lot- surely they would have taken the frame off to, yes, to inspect yes. this. Well, they actually do, to look at it, they inspect the paint and they expect mm-hmm. what, what it's painted on. There's a lot of things that go into making sure it's real. They mm-hmm. don't just eyeball it and go, yeah, that looks real. Yeah, it looks good to looks me. about right. Yeah. Yeah. Two things immediately come to mind. One, the Mr. Bean movie. You remember that? Remember that movie? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And that was a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was actually better. Really? I don't think I saw the second one. But I do know there's another Johnny English out right now, and I can't believe people are still giving it enough money to make those. No, I don't understand that one at all. But with the, with the second one, because you know how the first one was basically just introducing Mr. Bean to America. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because it was just all the same at jokes yeah, from the television show. in America. The second one is Mr. Bean finds a small child and is trying to reunite the child with his parents. Okay. But there's not a lot of talking in it. Oh, so it's like Charlie it's Chaplin's not- The Kid. Yeah, like there's still some talking in it, but it's not like the 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 first movie where it's just all explaining everything and yeah, yeah. right. Second one is the second one's more of a Mr. Bean show than the first one. There was for sure. there was a great TV series that Rowan Atkinson made. I'm going to look it up the names. I can't remember Rowan Atkinson cop show where he plays a cop. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yes. Uh, the Thin Blue Line or something like that? It is the Thin Blue, like the thin blue yes. Line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I love Rowan Atkinson, but I don't understand his movie choices. Yeah. There's like this now. line in the Thin Blue Line where I can't believe they got this past the censors and got it just onto fucking primetime TV. But he goes, look, if you cock up like this again, my ass is on the line. You heard me. Your cock up, my ass. <laughs> Oh, I actually want to go. I'm going to have to go to. I think we're going to have to go to Italy to get that because I haven't seen that show in ages. Yeah, no, neither have I. Neither have I. I'd be interested to see it. Is again. it the Thin Blue Line? Yeah, it is. It's Thin Blue Line. Okay. Yeah. Don't get it mixed up and download the documentary by Errol Morris. Although do because it's it's an amazing documentary. But uh, yeah, well, that's what I just haven't. I just typed in the Thin Blue Line and I'm seeing this documentary thing, and I'm just. <laughs> it's very that's good not for me. Yeah, it's very no, no. It could be. It could be. Do you like true crime? You don't really like true crime, do you? Uh, it's one of those things where if I start watching it, I don't actually mind it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I want to talk about Sesame Street. Okay. Okay. Um, I like the fact that Sesame Street, when it came out, was like, it's, it's the episode today is still G-rated, but when it came out, it was G-rated, but now when they re-released on DVD, it had to put an M rating on Really? It. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's because, like, when I'm not sure if it was M or they did up at the PG, but it was something crazy because in like the, the very first episodes, they were like his kids running through a building site. Oh, right. Okay. Just like things like that. Well, they made like- it really true to life because apparently the, the whole reason that um, Sesame Street exists is because kids, especially kids from racial minorities, 
um, weren't going to school. Like, you know, mm. in the late 70s, there was a lot, an epidemic of kids who weren't getting an education, which is why there's this, this TV show where it's just street kids learning to count <laughs> and spell. Have you seen I the episode? to bring Snuffleupagus back. Yeah. So what's your take on that? Is Snuffy real or is he, is he a delusion of Big Bird? Well, that's why they got rid of him because he wasn't real. Yeah. They got rid of him because- So was there an episode he where- He was? Like- Big Bird went to, like, therapy or something and they, like, told him to let Snuffy go and then that was it. Snuffy was just not in it anymore. Well, no, I just got to that stage where they've gone, we can't be teaching kids to have a secret imaginary friend that they can only tell their secrets to. <laughs> so we have to just get rid of him. Fair enough. Where they roll with the times, a- man, they really do. You know, I mean, there was yeah. there's a Sesame Street character in Africa who has AIDS, you know, because kids there have oh, AIDS wow. and they need to know. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if it's helping, it's it is. It's a it's an after school special. Yeah. It's teaching kids. It's not a bad thing. No, no. Um, did you see that episode where like bu- uh, bugs? Who the fuck? <laughs> bugs? Where Big Bird learns about death? Yes, it's intense. Oh. Intense. Um, but obviously, there's uh, there's the characters of Bert and Ernie. Um, mm-hmm. And I used to love Bert and Ernie as a kid. It's just this fucking hijinks. It was the, the perfect combination of, like, the straight man and, uh, and, and the, you know, the, the comedy guy, right? Yeah. The buffoon. And the writer, the original writer, script writer of Sesame Street from, yeah. from back when it started, came out earlier this month and announced that Bert and Ernie are gay and they are in a gay relationship. Okay. And then That's so many people complained, now. and so he had to come out and take it back. People were complaining? <laughs> Fucking Frank Oz got on Twitter and says, um, it seems that Mr. Mark Saltzman was asked if Bert and Ernie are gay. It's fine that he feels they are. They're not, of course. But then goes on like, why is it matter? Why is it a question? Yeah, when but that's all. That's but all like, after he's already gone not. and gone, they're not <laughs> fucking gay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing to come out the way he said it. Yeah. Like, they're not, of course, but then goes, it doesn't really matter if they are or they're not, yeah. it's, but yeah. they're not. They're fucking not. Yeah, that's right. So this guy, Mark Saltzman, who was the creator of Bert and Ernie, um, he was a gay man living in a gay relationship. Uh, his partner was a man called Arnold Glassman, and he based mm-hmm. the banter between Bert and Ernie on himself and Arnold living as husband and husband. So, okay. you know, I mean, they the very crux of the characters is a gay relationship, whether yeah. Frank Oz likes it or not. Yeah, that that's sort of what it's based on. But let, everyone everyone thought that Bert and Ernie were gay for a long time. Yeah, I know there was a lot of jokes about it. Yeah, so they have separate. People beds. get upset about stupid shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's not like they were showing them on screen having sex. <laughs> That I would get upset about yeah, if they were showing that a children's show. Even if they were show. straight and you saw both of them doing female Muppets, I mean, that would still be offensive, you know, on a yes. kid's show. It's not the fact that it's gay sex. It's just, yeah, if there's sex happening, if it turned into Meet the Feebles, <laughs> you've got a problem, Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, Meet the Feebles or its um, retarded cousin. What's that movie that came out this year? Oh, the, yeah, no, no, another one you're talking about. I just, let's, not even, let's not even dignify it. No. By- Looking it up. Go watch Meet the Feebles. Yeah. Yeah. 
early Peter that was Jackson. Alan Jackson's first movie, wasn't it? No, it wasn't the first. It came after Bad Taste, at least. Maybe after Brain Dead as well. Uh, but it's definitely it's up definitely there. One it's definitely, of the first, yeah. definitely well before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't go back. You know, he's got, he's got the reputation of making family movies now. Disney would fire him, though. Let's not, let's not get back onto that topic. There is no follow-up this week. There is none. <laughs> no follow-up. No. No James Gunn news. Um, just no Guardians of the Galaxy 4 news. All quiet on that front. Although, if I may, uh, okay, there's a little bit of follow-up. Um, <laughs> Bradley Cooper, who uh, supplies the voice of oh, yes. Rocket, uh, has just come out with his directorial debut, A Star Is Born. I saw it last night. It's quite good. It's quite good. Um, Oscar bait, you know, definitely, oh. definitely gunning for an Oscar. Uh, but it's okay. It's perfectly, perfectly good film. Um, I don't know if anyone was asking, but he has publicly come out and said, guys, guys, no, I, I will not step in and take over directing Guardians 4. So whether or not people were asking for it, that's apparently definitely not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Who was asking for that? <laughs> My assumption is that he's he's on set anyway, you know. He's part of the film, but he's got the least to do out of anyone, you know. So yeah. maybe he was like, well, I'm probably the logical choice for this. Does he actually do – is he actually on set when they're filming? You know what, as I said that, I realised he's probably not, right? Yeah, he's probably just in a sound studio recording his lines yeah, and that's I'm it. I'm pretty he sure Vin pleased. Diesel doesn't come to the set every day just to say, I am Groot. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's uh, the body double for it is Sean Gunn. Yeah. In the, yeah, uh, so, yeah, the the, he's onesie. not even on set. <laughs> he's off filming yeah. other movies while this paid, is happening. Yeah, gets paid for one day to come in and read the lines and then go. No, I can't find it. What are you looking for? Something I'll discuss on next week's podcast. Okay. All right. Do we get a little tease yeah. or we just get the tease that uh, – just, something's coming. Okay. All right. And it's not me. Play the Dick News jingle again. Yeah. Play the, uh, what was that? The first Dick News that we did was for, uh, I'm trying. See, I have the worst memory. I don't remember what we discussed last week. And you want to go back to the first Dick News? Lenny Kravitz. There's a Lenny Kravitz Dick News jingle. Play that. It's sexy. Oh, that's right. When he split his pants. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of Star Wars news. Um, there's a bit of Sean Connery news. I thought he'd gone away. So I'm really expecting the next time we actually get news about Sean Connery is he's dead. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. He probably doesn't have long to live. I mean, that's purely speculative on my part, but he just does seem to yeah, be Yeah, that was sounding like a threat from you. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. different. No, the, uh, the news is that uh, someone, uh, let me try to see. Um, the film channel Movies for Men. Oh, okay. That's Do we want to get stuff from this? <laughs> they, have, uh, they have tallied um, a whole lot of research that they've done into which actors have saved the world the most, the most often. Oh. 
the most that often. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and um, they've come up, Sean Connery. Sean Connery has saved the world more than any other actor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people have saved it more. You know, you could argue that Superman saved the world more, as in, you know, better than, than James on. Bond ever did. Ever did. But, but for, for sheer numbers of threats to the whole world that were uh, superseded by one single actor over the course of his whole filmography, then uh, Sean Connery is that actor. That's sort of a cool list. Yeah. I'm actually just looking at the article and they've got like other stuff about like who's got the most kills. Oh, and- that's great. So if you're wondering, um, um, second, Bruce Willis. And third, Keanu Reeves. Wow. I wonder if they I wonder if they count things like the Matrix with him saving the world when there really is no world as we know it. Well, he did save the world. Yeah. Like, not the world as we know it, but he saved a world. Sure, didn't sure. he? I forget the ending to that movie. Yeah, I think it all just restarted. He saved the world. Fuck, I don't know. Or, or did it restart? I had the choice. didn't really understand it, to be fair. Or like no. it by the time the third one came out. Mila Jovovich is the most deadly actress huh. with 1,296 kills. That's great. Good on her. You don't hear a lot about Mila Jovovich these days, do you? Unfortunately, no, because I used to really like her. Oh, yeah. She was like your thinking man's movie star yeah. back in the like, like early was, 2000s. Like, um, yeah, Fifth Element, which I think mm-hmm. was when we all really started to take notice of her. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. When and she then was she just went wearing on, duct tape. Yep. But then she went on to do Resident Evil. And now I really like the first one. And then there are a lot more there of were, them. There were a lot. There were a lot. Um, well, that and first Resident Evil movie was great, though. I, I really, I really. Yeah, that, that one was awesome. Then I watched the second one, and I was, I, I, I don't know what's happening. Mm. And then she, she's sort of invincible and a zombie, but not and superpowers. And I, I just, I got very confused. <laughs> That's a lot of kills, though. One thousand two hundred ninety-six. To put that into perspective, right? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger apparently has eight hundred and forty-two, considerably less. More than he's got less than Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, maybe there's a movie where Dolph Lundgren blows up a building or something, and you've got to kind of mm. assume that a lot of people got killed at the one time. I think Dolph was in enough movies to have that many kills. <laughs> yeah, maybe he, maybe he was just in one movie where he killed a lot of people. Yeah, because he's sort of famous, but then he doesn't really. Yeah, a lot. and I mean, if, if I'm even trying to think of movies he was in. Like, immediately comes to mind that one Rocky, it was either four or five, and the Master of the Universe he killed, movie. He, he only killed one person in Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Master of the Universe, I think he killed a few more. And God, that movie is terrible. I tried to watch it a little while ago. I did ago. too. I did too. You know they're remaking that, right? They, I well, hope they do a better They're job. not remaking it. They're... they're Doing, They're making uh, yes another adaptation of yep. He Man. Yep. Um, actually, if if you don't mind, I've actually got I've got the synopsis here, and uh, Ooh, go I'm going to read it. So here we go. Let me just make this big enough that I can read. Okay, here we go. King Randor will be pr- oh, fuck. It's still too small for me to read. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> there we go. King Randor will be presented as the great warrior king of Eternia, a descendant of the Grey Skulls and father of two sons, Adam and Keldor. 
As the film begins, Kendall is the chosen heir to the throne and his brother Adam is young, unfit and a bit of a black sheep. Adam's relationship with his father is strained, but Keldor is the epitome of a perfect son, beloved by his father, until the fate of Eternia is put on the line. With his kingdom on the line, Randor puts his people first, betraying Keldor, inciting the series of events which leads him to becoming the iconic Skeletor. The film will then follow the meek and uncertain Adam as he assembles a group of heroes to take on his fallen brother and his collection of cronies. Um, I'm not holding out a lot of hope. <laughs> Depends who does it, because it's all about execution. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, cause I remember when the Master Universe first came out, because I was a He-Man fan Me at too. the time. Big fan. Because that's how old we were oh, yeah. when that movie came out, that He-Man was the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, I remember back then that movie was terrible. <laughs> yes, me too. It had nothing to do no. with He Man or any of the characters. It just, and I have the feeling that this is going to be a bit the same. Yeah. Where it's, uh, I have a feeling the the Masters of the Universe movie was actually just a different movie that they quickly appropriated. Well, no, because I was actually watching um. Behind the toys or something? Oh, the toys that the made toys us. That made us. Yeah. Yes, and they actually have an episode on He Man. Right. And no, that movie was He Man. It was meant to. Yeah, wow. it was created for that. I just remember even thinking that Dolph Lundgren looks nothing like He Man. He wasn't big enough, and even the creators were saying that at the time, like he's not muscly enough for He Man. Yeah, it's true. But actors never used to be as big as they are now. Like. Just average actors, not even like bodybuilder type dudes, are fucking massive now. You know who could play He-Man now? Who's that? The Rock. <laughs> he might even be too manly, even for He-Man. You know who I think could legit play him? Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Because he's way bigger than he has any right to be. I always am shocked when I see Keith, Keith Evans. The fuck is Keith? <laughs> Chris Evans. With- he really did- he got quite big. Yeah, he got massive. Like huge. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's comfortable anymore. <laughs> yeah, I agree. His head's too small on that big body. Yeah. But no, I, I, I'm voting for Rock to become He-Man. Okay, no, that's fair. Look, I, I'm certainly not going to turn up my nose at the Rock becoming, becoming He-Man. Um, no. Can you scroll down onto segments again and just click on that link? Because I think uh, I've got an idea for the next time you and I go to a Halloween party together. Um, I've got a I've got a couple's costume for us. Oh my god, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I believe those are inflatable muffles, so that should work just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not working with a lot. No, no. I'm working with less. Now, who do you want to be? Do you want to be Skeletor or He Man? Mm, I guess Skeletor's got the mask, right? Mm. So it, it depends if if one of us wants to be anonymous, you know? Mm. I guess we'd have to decide. How do we decide something? My hair used to look like that. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. One thing they got right with the movie is they kept Man at Arms' mustache. And that's something they could have just easily done away with. But I'm I'm glad that they I'm glad that they wanted it enough to to keep that little detail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at a picture for no one's set and it's yes, yeah. Why did they have to come to Earth? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you've got the option of making a science fiction fantasy epic set in a fantasy world, you know. Don't come to why, Earth. 
Why would you? Why would you put it in a fucking suburban neighborhood? That's the least interesting thing you could do. They just could have kept it in the desert somewhere. It must have just been that research showed because of fucking ET that uh, aliens coming to Earth was more popular than aliens on. on oh, and they had that stupid musical thing. I don't even remember. That was the that. key. No, you're thinking of yeah. No, that's that's. That's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No, I'm thinking of Masters of the Universe. The, the thing that allows them to travel between the universes was called the key, and when you push the buttons on it, it made music. <laughs> and then when Courtney Cox finds it, her and her boyfriend think it's a new... Th- I'm not going to be able to say this word. Synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right about that. You, you, you absolutely couldn't say it. But I'm not going to try now because there seems to be a little bit of a... Uh, a history here on this podcast of any time I go to try to criticise your pronunciation of something, I fuck up the pronunciation too. So, so, so yeah, they think it's a synth. That <laughs> sounded a bit better, yeah, that sounded not good. much. Sounded a little bit Fallout Four, actually. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was the actual. That was the plot of that. Oh, man. So, how young they come? They come to Earth cops. to try and track down that key because that's going to be the thing that'll save the planet because. It means that they can just send their army in behind enemy lines and, yeah. Wow. Do, I don't believe I remember do that. Do they... Yeah, I know, man. You fucking paid more attention to this than I did. I just wondered the whole time why He-Man wore a cape. Like, he doesn't wear a cape. Fuck off that cape, man. I've gone all tongue-tied now. It's seeing a young Courtney Cox has thrown me into a bit of a tailspin. It's not the fact that she's gotten older. It's the fact that she's gotten 17 facelifts now. Doesn't look like herself. Now, Luke. Um, All right, I'm going to just stop looking at image searches. It doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, we just keep getting distracted. Listeners, if uh, if you're listening along, um, hopefully you're distracted too. Um, and if you have been distracted by anything, um, write in and tell us at podcast at multiple nerdgasm, m nerdgasm on Twitter, and multiple nerdgasm on uh, all the other socials like Facebook and Instagram. Or um, if, you if you like, feel like supporting us, yeah. If you like you hearing, can also head over to Patreon.com. Yeah, forward slash. Multiple nergasm. Yeah, that's right. There's a few tiers there. The most popular at the moment, the most fastest growing tier being uh, the $10 a month tier, which uh, gets you access to the after party, which is an extra 10 or so minutes of content after each episode ends. And I don't want to be a tease, but Luke, um, it's time for the after party now. It is. It's happening now. I'll see you in the after party. All right. Bye, listeners. Unless you're going to join us, then come with us.